thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk with Adriana. I have with me today Mandy Mulligan with M Squared Home Loans. First off, Mandy, thank you so much for being on podcast today. No problem. So a couple quick questions that I have for you that I get a lot from homebuyers is what are some of the low or no down payment options that are available for homebuyers out there? Um, well, USDA is 100% financing, but it's, um, it targets uh, rural areas, and it's a small niche of people that actually qualify for that program. Um, and then VA, if you're a veteran, is 100% financing, and then um, CHAPA offers down payment assistance in the form of a second mortgage where they cover the down payment, and then you still have to come in with the closing costs, but at least the down payment is covered. Awesome. So there's definitely lots of options out there for somebody that doesn't have 20% down. Yes. Um, and, I mean, just a regular FHA loan, if you do bring in your down payment, is only 3.5% down. So. Okay. Perfect. And on that same note, um, what would you say is a good credit score for somebody to shoot for if they're trying to get qualified for a home loan in the next, like, three to six months? Um. If you're doing an FHA loan, um, 620 is really the minimum we want to we want to see. We can go lower, but it really starts affecting the rate if you're below 620. Uh, CHAPA requires a 620 if you're wanting to do down payment assistance. So uh, 620 minimum is what we kind of shoot for, but we can work with something under that. It's just the rates are higher. Okay. So it can affect your qualifying. Very good. Um, so what are the biggest things that you guys see come up with when you're trying to get somebody qualified for a home loan? What are the biggest obstacles that you guys tend to encounter? Uh, people that just start their jobs, but they have, like the people in the oil, oil fields, for instance, they get a lot of overtime, but they don't have a two-year history there. Trying to use that overtime can be difficult sometimes unless they have a history of getting it from their previous job or part-time employees that just started a new job, we need a two-year history for part-time employees as well, and self-employed if you have to own your own business. So it, that can be challenging sometimes. Um, and then just down payment in general with closing costs, people don't realize that on top of the down payment, there's about $6,000 in closing costs and escrow fees that you have to come in with as well. Yep, and I think that's, Definitely a big one because I think a lot of times people don't realize that even with the no down payment options or low down payment options, there are still closing costs that closing are costs, involved. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very good. But those, if you're lucky, you can hopefully get, you know, a seller to pay for. But, you know, of course, especially with the spring market coming up is not guaranteed that they're right. going to pay for those. Right. <laughs> it can make your offer less desirable if you have to ask for them. It's not out of the question, but um, it makes it less desirable to the seller potentially. So. True. so as far as once people are already qualified and maybe going through the home buying process, um, I'm sure you've probably had your share of experiences where something falls apart um, halfway through, you know, while you're going on the contract on the lending side. Um, what are the, some of the issues that you guys have come up with while you're on already under contract that maybe a borrower gets like a new car or credit card or you know something like that yeah we want to you want to make sure that you don't open any new debt during the process because uh, that can hurt things um, 
I had a borrower lose his job two weeks before closing, so that obviously affected things. But uh, I try to be pretty upfront about uh, everything that might affect the closing before we go under contract if I can, and, you know, verifying any uncertain income before we even go under contract so that we're not going through that stress unless we have, you know, unless you're fully qualified. So, but you just want to make sure that um, you're honest about your pay and um, straightforward. Bring up any concerns you think you might, that might be an issue so that we can address it up front versus in the middle of the process. Definitely true. Um, so at M squared, um, do you guys do a pre-qualification or is it a pre-approval? I typically do a pre-approval because I want to get all their income documents up front and I run it through the lender system to make sure that I get an approval through like the uh, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac system for before you guys go under contract just because sometimes uh, they might meet all the parameters of the program but then all of a sudden the system just doesn't like something about their history and mm -hmm. they want to prove it so I, I typically run it through and try to um, get all the income documents so I can at least have a good grip on everything with the situation well and I mean the fact that you're running it through underwriting hopefully catches majority of the potential issues that could come up mm -hmm. yep mm -hmm. one thing that does come up sometimes and um, sometimes I forget to ask is people have payment plans for their past taxes that, that haven't been paid oh. and that gets caught by underwriting so something to be honest with um, your, your loan officer about if you have a tax payment plan tell them because they're going to find it mm -hmm. and we may not see it up front but the lender will find it so well, that's definitely a good one especially right now that taxes are are coming up and I think people sometimes think that maybe it's not going to come up and it's not going to show up because it doesn't show up on your credit report but I mean right. it'll still show up when they're verifying your taxes so yep exactly <laughs> it doesn't show up on credit so it's not like a bad mark mm -hmm. you want to make sure we tell you tell us about it because it's basically an installment loan to the government that okay. we have to hit you with the payment for it mm -hmm. so it could potentially reduce your debt to income ratio right Yes, yes, and reduce your qualifying, for sure. Gotcha. So definitely be honest and tell, tell them as much information as you can. So if you could give home buyers any advice, um, you know, about how to get pre-qualified or that are considering getting qualified, what would you tell them? Um, when you are ready to talk to a loan officer, kind of have your budget in mind. Um, one of the first questions I always ask the borrower when they when we talk about getting pre-qualified is how much do you have down and how much do you want for a monthly mortgage payment so that we know kind of what your comfort level is. You may qualify for more because we don't use um, utilities and daycare and all those things in your debt income ratio qualifying. So you may qualify for more on paper, but you really don't in your budget. So something to just keep in mind is really think about what you want for a max mortgage payment so we can make sure that we tailor your qualification to that even if you qualify for more um, and I think I mean that's the main thing that I would say I ask for up front okay. you know that's the first two questions I ask when I talk to somebody so very good so a couple more just personal questions um, what is your favorite movie and why I don't really have a favorite movie. I do like romantic comedies, I guess. Okay. That would be 
my favorite genre, I guess. And uh, in your life, um, who is the person or persons that most inspires you? Um, mom, my mom and my sister, because they're both uh, very strong, independent, successful women, and someone to look up to. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, I think that's all the questions I have for you, Mandy. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and answering some of our questions. Yeah, no problem. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed the content, please share it with a friend. And don't forget to send me any questions you have real estate related using the hashtag AskAdrianaO. And I'll be sure to find time to answer them on one of my future podcasts. Thanks again, guys, and I hope you have a wonderful day.